Okay, there we go. We're live. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self Achievement Network. My name is Dominic, and I am here once again with our most recent person behind the fashion, Haswata Prasanna, our Miss India 2020. She is here to talk to us about what it, the importance of being an awesome leader. How are you doing, Haswata? I'm well, thank you. How are you, Dominic? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. We're, um, you know, it's like we're, I'm in Chicago and it's uh, not snowing today, thankfully. And, uh, but it's cold. We actually were having a, a little bit of a warm up and all the icicles that are on the houses and everything, they're now starting to drip. So, <laughs> do you guys <laughs> no, have that much snow in, in India? Uh, no, it's not that much snow in the, you know, except for the hill station. But yeah. there is uh, some snow happening here and it's been pretty cold around me and I hate, like I love it when I'm on vacation, but otherwise it's so hard for me to live in these cold surroundings. So I've been like having all my, you know, warm blankets and heater and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stay warm. I understand totally. Yeah. So, well, thank you for being on with me and for being willing to talk about your experience. Um, I, you know, you had told us before you had been, uh, you know, nominated and you, you became Miss, Mrs. India, which is that's a huge right. a, achievement. That's, that's monstrous. But the process going through that was, from what you said, was not an easy one. And Definitely. I was thinking, so how does the whole leadership thing fit into that? And, and when you say it's important to be an awesome leader, what do you, what do you mean by that? So I believe that uh, leadership comes in uh, like everything that you do. So for example, when I started with Mrs. India, I did not know if I was meant for it, but I knew that I have the ability to, uh, you know, excel at what I'm picking up. For example, whether I'm, you know, co-authoring a book or uh, applying to be a pageant winner or doing anything else, uh, managing an event. I have won awards in all these categories and it's not about the awards. It's about people recognizing that you have that leadership within you to uh, you know, actually go ahead and excel and also encourage and inspire others to do the same. So I think a leader not only has the ability to excel themselves, but also help others uh, achieve their own goals. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because a lot, you know, and there's a, the big talk these days is about, you know, this, you know, going within, you know, becoming your own leader. And I mean, we've been talking about that in, in my world, but talking about that for the last 40 years. And it <laughs> seems like since social media has been coming so, you know, big now that there's an influx of this whole self, you know, you know, leadership thing on the inside and you it's like you're living from the inside out, right? So it's not about the show of it because anybody can put on lipstick and a nice tie, but then there's something that has to happen in here that I think about leadership as being like personal discipline. That's that, that's, that to me is what, what, if I don't have the discipline to do the things that I know that I, that I need to do or want to do to make myself feel the way that I want to feel, then it's like, leadership to me is the is the byproduct of it what do you think about that that's, that's very true i mean uh there are a lot of qualities that you need to imbibe to be a leader and i'll be very honest i wasn't born like a like i wasn't a born leader maybe i was born to grow into being one 
but when I was younger, when I was in school, I was more of a follower or not even a follower. I was more isolated. So it was hard for me to engage with anyone or be involved or even care about what others were doing. But as uh, you know, I started growing and involving myself, I learned that there was so much of an outside world to explore. <clears throat> Sorry. So that's like, you know, there's so much to do. And uh, you're just sitting behind, isolated. And that's when I realized that I need to change myself. I need to be, uh, you know, uh, someone who goes and gets, uh, goes for what they want and just gets it. Like you can't keep waiting for people to come and give it to you. You have to be a go-getter. And that's that's the biggest learning I think I've had. And uh, my sister teases me. She's like, you know, if if you decide you want something, you you will have it. Like there's no one in the world who can stop you, no matter what bridges you have to cross or, you know, whom you have to, uh, you know, go against. But you will just do it because you have decided and you will do everything in your power to make it happen. So I feel that's one of the qualities, that's the, the biggest quality that a leader needs because that inner motivation is not easy. Like mm -hmm. with no one telling you what to do, no one telling you, you know, do this or go for that. Uh, having a guide or a mentor on your head all the time. You are your own mentor. You're your own guide. You, you have your inner wisdom, your self-trust. And that's the only thing driving you, your own passion. And it's like sometimes if you lose that, you can't be a good leader. So you can never let it go. If you've decided you're a team leader, you're the owner of a startup, you're, you know, whatever you're doing, you are the one in charge then you have to be the one in charge all the time, 24-7, 365. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, that, that's, you know, like I said, I've been talking about this for a long time. I was just uh, doing a little training yesterday in, um, in the group, and I was talking about that, you know, what does it really mean to be in charge? And it's like the same thing, being the leader, but being in charge of your life. Like I used to do a lot of training, and so one of the things I used to say is, so if I was walking down the street and I had a, a clipboard in my hand and I was taking a survey and I would stop people and say, excuse me, sir, excuse me, ma'am, I'm taking a poll. Would you like to participate? And they, they say, yes. I say, well, I have one question. Are you in charge of your life? Yeah. And so then I would ask my audience that I was talking to, so what do you think people, how would they respond to that question? What do you think in general? So I'll ask you that. How do you think people respond? I feel uh, people end up saying, uh, well, I'm trying to be, but my mom won't allow me or, you know, like <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's more uh, external, like they're not willing to take responsibility or actually uh, be their own leader. They, they just find it, find excuses sort of to uh, blame other people. I think that's what happens. It's not conscious. It's very unconscious. Yeah. Well, when I used to do that live training, I would ask people, raise your hand if you would answer the question that you were in charge of your life. And like 95% of the people would raise, they would raise their hand, right? Yeah. And then I would ask them to talk about, you know, so why, why did you raise your hand? You know, well, because I'm in charge of my life because I do this, I do that, I do that thing. And then, okay, so for those of you that said that you're not in charge, so why did you? Well, it's because this, that, you know. Anyway, so then what it gets down to is that, well, if someone is in charge of their life, if they're the leader of their own life, right? If I said, for example, all right, on Monday, I'm going to go and do exercise for one hour, right? If I was in charge of my life, what would I, in fact, do? I would go and do it. Exactly, right? If I was had a bad habit of some sort, right, and said, oh, I'm going to stop doing that bad habit on Monday at 8 a.m., what would I do if I was in charge of my life? Yeah, I would just stop. 
but to stop, right? No matter what the, you know, the maybe the uh, <clears throat> the withdrawal symptoms might be, whatever, right? <clears throat> I would do that. So then I would say, okay, so let me ask the question again. So how many of you would answer that you're in charge of your life? And then like 95% no. of people, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> but that's about striving toward, don't you think? I mean, that, that's, that's like, I'm not talking about being perfect perfectionists, right? Um, but to strive toward having a, a, a good handle on my thoughts, my feelings, my uh, uh, habits, my actions, my behavior, the words that come out of my mouth. If I have a good handle on that, then, I mean, I'm going to feel pretty darn good about myself, don't you think? Very true. And I think that's where uh, the part of being disciplined comes in. Uh, like you perfectly said, that without discipline, you can't, actually do anything or actually finish your goals or fulfill your dreams because you need to be very disciplined in order to you know take that step further every day and I feel that's also one of the biggest challenges in my life because uh, you know not in a negative way but traditionally Indians are more relaxed like they're not taught to be very disciplined like it's not naturally imbibed like if they tell you it's 7 p.m you know be there at 7 it's okay if you're there by 8 p.m. It's, it's sort of expected and it's not the end of the world. But I know for uh, you know all of my clients in Canada, US, UK, if I did that, they would just never see my face ever again. So, <laughs> so I, I think this, I learned this lesson with the, my mentor from the UK. She told me, uh, you know, you have to be there by 7 a.m. I said, yeah, of course, I'll be there. And she looked at me and she's like, 7.00, not 7.01, okay? I mean 7 a.m. And I was shocked to my core because I was not used to listening to that. And it felt like, uh, you know, that she was just being foolish or silly about it. But when I did that, it felt really good. I was there by, by 7.00 and I could do it. It was not the end of the world. It just, it was a little scary, but I did it. And yeah. that's when I realized that uh, it's, it's in our mind. All these games, all these, you know, the, these issues. That we create it's more here than actually there it yes exactly it, and and there's i mean it's, it's such a big topic leadership and you know being an awesome or an amazing leader whatever um i can remember one time when i was i had my mentor and i would meet him uh, like every couple weeks at his office downtown chicago and then every so often i would be late and you know he didn't like that so same thing. It was like, you know, you have to be here at, you know, on time. That, that's it. So anyway, one day I was late like three times in a row and I'm like blaming the traffic. And he said, listen, you want to work with me? He said, if you're late one more time, I'm done. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh! you know, <laughs> freaking out. So the next time I had an appointment with him, I'm, I'm, I'm like, actually, I was around the house and I was doing stuff and then I kind of lost track of time, you know, and all of a sudden I look at the clock. Oh, my God, I need to go. And that's like what normally happens. People don't like, I'm OK, I'm going to be late. Right. But it's a it's a it's a display of their willingness to, to take on that leadership role, to be on time, to work out our life, to be on time. So anyway, I got, you know, lost track of time and. I'm driving to you know downtown Chicago through traffic and I'm weaving in and out and all this stuff. And I get about a block and a half away from his office and the traffic's just stopped and I'm sweating like this. 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I got like six minutes to get to the thing. There's no way. So I pulled my car as close as I could to the side. I got out, locked the door, and I ran all uh -huh. the way to the thing, pushed the button, you know, like this. I get up there, and it's like 30 seconds left. Oh, wow. Yes. Before the thing. And I'm like knocking on the door. And he opens the door and he goes, he goes, are you okay? You okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made it on time. He's like, oh my God, chill out. He goes, so anyway, I'm like, I, my, my car's down. He goes, go move your car, come back. But he liked the intention yes. that I had about making it important. And that's one of the things that he taught me a lot. He says, like, you know, there's certain things in your life and like being a leader, when you begin to learn to make things important, that's what I see that you went through, that you made your journey through to, you know, Mrs. India important. Yeah. And you knew, you know, and you, you, you went for every little thing. So that to me is an amazing experience. However, yeah. let me just finish that. It, it doesn't, it, it doesn't end there. So you, you know, like I've done the, these amazing things that impressed myself and other people, mostly myself, but it doesn't end. You got to keep, I got to keep doing it. That's right. Right. It's because I don't do it. I do it one time. I'm on time once. Oh, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it like? What was the, some of the leadership challenges that you had or have had in your life? It's been majorly procrastination and meeting deadlines. So, uh, you know, when I have something really exciting on my plate, I tend to procrastinate because I think that the rush of waiting for it is like driving me crazy. And I'm like, I'll do it, I'll do it. And it also makes, makes me a little bit nervous. So I sort of procrastinated that. That was me earlier. And then meeting deadlines was a big deal because if I told you I'm gonna, you know, uh, meet you here at this time or this day, or, you know, I'm gonna do this talk right now, I ended up never doing it. Like, uh, you know, it used to be a week later, months later, days later, something like that, because it was just hard for me to um, mm -hmm. actually, I I'm very outgoing and, you know, like I, I love to, I'm very impulsive. So I love to do new things. And I, I think that's a creative side to every marketing person because we have to be like that to be into marketing. Like it's a common trait. But uh, I slowly realized that if I keep doing this, it's going to ruin my career because I am actually being unprofessional. And mm -hmm. that is something I would never be. I, that's, that was my one goal in life, that professionalism is everything. Even if mm -hmm. I'm not working, that's okay. But if I'm committing something to you, I want to do that. So I started, uh, so I got this tip from one of my other mentors. And she said, close your eyes. What time do you have to you know, send out that email? I said, 8 p.m. And she said, okay, fine. How long, uh, you know, how much later will you end up sending it usually? I said, it could be 9 p.m. It could be a day later, 9 p.m., you know. And she said, think about that deadline being either 7 p.m. on the day before or, uh, you know, maybe uh, 12 p.m. on the same day. What do you think happens? I'll be like, okay, I'll end up sending before 7 p.m. at least. She's like, exactly, whatever, it's the adrenaline rush that you're going through. And that's mm -hmm. what I would, you know, uh, recommend to every leader out there who has this habit of procrastination or meeting deadlines is an issue because um, if you think about that deadline, sort of shift it, uh, shift it a bit earlier in your mind and literally, you know, have all those feelings and that adrenaline rush before that deadline that is in your mind, you will end up always meeting all, uh, all the deadlines that you ever committed and in fact meeting them earlier 
when possible so mm-hmm. that's this biggest skill i have developed uh, in the last one year specifically and also over years like it's been so hard but now i'm there like if you you know we were supposed to be live and i was there like 30 minutes before and 15 minutes before you know almost right with you now there was a technical glitch but you know i'm there i'm not 10:45 no you know 11 no next day please let's not do it now nothing like that i'm just there if i come to you i'm there so mm-hmm. i think that's the biggest challenge it's it is a challenge it all is you know and i always before i was like really willing to take responsibility right to get into that driver's seat yeah you know, i i i would like i would find reasons why i couldn't get things done and i couldn't keep track and i had you know and one of my mentors said to me he was talking about this word procrastination right and i'm you know i'm like i'm a procrastinator i'm a procrastinator i just got to beat myself up all the time because i i just can't get out of this procrastination mode right and he said well i'll tell you what you know why don't you procrastinate your procrastination yeah. <laughs> i was yeah. like Oh, okay. And you know, and so that way cuz procrastination I think is not a bad thing because if you for example haven't like somebody isn't exercising on a regular basis, we know we need to exercise. That's you know, so stop, you know, it's not about stop procrastinating, but stop procrastinate not doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put it on the calendar. My wife has said to me a long time ago when we first started to date, she goes, "Every time I ask you to do something, you're like, you you're, you're busy. You can't get it. You can't do it." I said, "Yeah, because th- when something's on my calendar, I always say, if it's on my calendar, I'm going to do it." Right? So this is what I love about Google and, you know, <laughs> all the, you know, all the tools, tasks and everything like that, and I can put them in there. Sometimes I get overwhelmed, but it's it's a it's perception. Right, so we create a perception f- f- other people have of us, and then they're like, "Well, you know, they're all talk, no action." You know, oh, yeah. be an awesome leader. They're not an awesome leader. They're late all the time. You know, yeah. and 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 again, one of my mentors, he said, "Don't ever give people anything to talk bad about you." Right. Yeah. So that was a motivator. So I think different things work for different people like that works for you I feel uh you know what works for me is also prepping more like you know yeah. for you it's like calendars and scheduling uh what works for me is mentally prepping myself and changing my uh, way of thinking uh so that I am actually ready like you know I had to I was down for about 2 months so I could not work out and then I wanted to start again so it was hard for me I kept dealing it procrastinating it and finally one day I you know I got up and i got ready and it was as if i'm leaving for my workout immediately you know so i had like 6 hours before that but i was just ready wearing those clothes and you know having my wristband and all of that and i'm like i'm going no matter what i'm out the door and i'm going to be there on time because i have committed this to myself so i have to just start with it and then not stop so th- that was like a 6 hour prep but you know it's like my mind is ready and it's already planning to do that action so by the time i actually do it or the time comes around mm-hmm. i am physically there i can't stop myself from you know actually going mhm it's it's just an interesting whole concept the whole leadership thing because it does it all starts in here 
right? Yeah, exactly. And and um, what about like the the clarity of knowing what we want? Does that help? And what do you think about that? I feel that's the biggest fear that people have. Like, oh my God, I want this, I want that, I want that, I want that. And then it's like a lot. And then they don't know what to choose and pick and choose first. Or it's something I have experienced myself a few times. But uh, usually I now have an intuition where I know exactly what my heart's looking for. For example, when Mrs. India happened, I don't know if it was manifestation, but that's what I feel that I had been, you know, sort of wanting that for a while. And I did not explicitly say it to anyone. But when it came around, I was like, yes, why not? Uh, mm -hmm. In the same way, like right now, I have a few goals, uh, maybe, you know, being a TEDx speaker in the next few years, anytime. But the point is, I know what my goal is. When it happens can be, you know, you're, uh, you, you know, you take those few steps towards it. And then you also have the universe working for you. So it's your like your faith working for you, you mentally preparing for that. So I'm, you know, learning to speak better, present myself better, growing as a speaker and a coach. So as a TEDx speaker, I am there when I'm supposed to be there, you know. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so it's like, I'm very clear on what I want. And uh, I think that's the biggest challenge and also your biggest achievement, because if you know what you want, it happens. Yeah, and you know, I always say this. So, like, we have to feed the mind what it what we want it to create, right? So, if we created foggy things, yeah, it's going to create foggy things. And right. if we create and we feed it like you know, really clear, pointed, exactly, this is what I want to do. Like when I became a, a speaker, okay, I was deathly afraid to stand up in front of people. Not very, you know. That's very normal, right? And so I would practice in smaller groups and what have you. But then when I started thinking about, oh, my God, larger groups, um, I did a group one time for 450 people. Um, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't nervous. But the, the point is, is that I was clear. I actually wrote it down in one of my journals that I am going to the, 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 and become a professional speaker, dot, 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 right? Yeah. And it was in there. And actually, the I wrote national speaker, right? National meaning within the United States. And then like four years later, I'm like, I need to change that to say international. So I got my journal out. <laughs> <laughs> I erased the national word, right? And I put international. Two months later, I landed in Cairo, Egypt. Wow. That is the most beautiful thing you have, you know said. Like it's, it's definitely out there, the value and the power of affirmations. It works. It definitely works. Like even when I'm looking for stuff and I'm not able to find it, my mind is telling me I'm unable to find it. I can't find it. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. You know, I, I can't find this. And there's frustration and anger. And then I just, there's a switch mode where I go, wait, shut up. I have it. I have it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Just stop the mind talk and then tell it, I have it. And the mm -hmm. more to do that, I find that thing like within 30 seconds of saying that I don't know how that happens maybe it's your you know you're just not able to see it because you are so foggy and yeah. suddenly it's like your mind is clear and it's right there it was right there all along it's I think that's relevant for your for the things you're looking for or for the goals that you're looking for or you know the achievements you're planning to conquer it's like all 
relevant. So affirmations change your life. I, I in fact give out a lot of free affirmations on my pages um, out of love, nothing else. Uh, so, you know, it, it's fun because I know it changes people's mindset and it's very unconscious as well. But if you keep saying I'm an international speaker, I'm an international speaker, a few days, months, years later, you will be. Well, it's the behaviors change because I, you know, while I was being a national trainer, right, and speaker, I was doing things that kind of kept me in that space, right? Until I changed that word, I started to do actions that were different that would get me on a more international stage. So it's not really that complicated and mystical, but for in my mind, it's really about clarity of what I want. Yeah. So in the affirmations, like I was doing this, I've got this PowerPoint that I was telling you about that I, I was training in uh, Alexandria. And, and it's about changing the whole, the wording around instead of saying, I'm going to do this, say, I will do this. I am, I am doing, doing this. this right now. That's <laughs> right. I'm doing this right now, you know, whatever. And so it's changing the whole, the we call it mindset, whatever, but it is very directional. So if it's somebody says the word like, well, I kind of enjoyed myself. Well, it's kind of, or <laughs> I enjoyed myself and it was very clear, right? So it, the language has a lot to do with it. And yeah, in fact, uh, you know, many people come to me uh, as a coach and they tell me, I'm an overthinker. I overthink so much. I want to stop overthinking. I don't want to overthink, you know, and I'm like, stop. You don't want overthinking is not what your mind reads. The word don't just filters through. So you're like, I am an overthinker, you're, you know, uh, I am being an overthinker. It's, it's what your mind is reading. So tell me, what do you want? Don't tell me what do you not want. So mm. then they tell me, I want more peace and I want more clarity. And I'm like, focus on that. And then, you know, that's how change leadership also happens because uh, you change the way they are talking and thinking and discussing stuff and putting things out there. That's the mm -hmm. first thing to do as a coach. Mm hmm I agree with that. And even that word more, right? It's kind of like, well, I want to be more happy. Well, what yeah. does that word really mean? More happy mm -hmm. or I want to be, I want to be, you know, more in love. I mean, it's just, it's kind of one of those words. It doesn't really make sense. It's a very mushy word, you know? So you can't really measure it. When somebody says, I want to be more, well, is it like one pound more or three pounds or three, you know, whatever? I want more money. No, I want $10,000 more a month, right? Or something like that. That's like your smart goals, the ones you're talking about. Like, uh, you know, that would be for every audience watching this. Like, uh, you know, make sure your goals are smart. So smart is for S is specific. Uh, be specific, like you said. I, I want more money. But what is specific? I want rupees, uh, you know, or dollars, 10,000 every month, Okay. Then uh, M is measurable. So again, the amount is very clear. It's measurable. It should not be like infinite money. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then attainable. If you're telling me you want 10,000, what are you earning right now? If you're earning like $10 right now, you can't tell me you want 10,000. So have a, a, a relevant, a, you know, a radical approach to it and uh, be practical about it. And then there's uh, R, which is relevant. It should be relevant to what you're doing right now. If you're doing NGO or social work, you cannot possibly earn that much if that's not, you know, uh, a paid job. So it needs to be relevant to what's happening right now. And uh, T is time, uh, time managed. So basically what you're doing has to have a timely goal, for mm -hmm. example, within a month or within six months. 
So that's how you set your time goal. Like uh, if I would say, I want to be a TEDx speaker by 2022, uh, December, and I want to talk about, you know? Mm -hmm. That's great. I mean, this is all what the little nuances of leadership really means. And it's, it's, a, big, it's a big topic and it takes time and it takes discipline. I really think that, wow, this is great. Thank you. So tell us a little bit more about your business. So you're, you're, you're in marketing guru S. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I am uh, the chief marketing officer at Seable Business Solutions. We are a one-stop business solutions company where we provide branding, logo, designing, uh, you know, websites, marketing, social media, email marketing, everything. It's like everything. The reason that we created this company was to have a one-stop solution to everything, every company, so that they don't have to go running around to 10 different people. Sometimes there are things that we outsource, for example, photography or videography. We do not have it in-house. But uh, we have partners who are doing that in specific cities. So if a client comes up and tells us, can you do this product photo shoot? We are like, yes, we can. This is our partner. Please reach out to them. And we give them the number. It's not about any benefit for, uh, for us. It's not uh, you know, even hidden. It's all transparent. And the reason to do that is actually be that person or that company they can go to every time they need help or support. Mm -hmm. So it, it feels beautifully for most people. Like there's a restaurant in Canada, which has three locations. We have done everything for them. Like uh, the logo, the the menu, the designing, the website, then the social media, the branding, uh, you know, growing their reach. Uh, I think their business, like I told you the last time, their business has tripled in one year. Wow. Congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Fabulous. Wow. And, you know, so you, you I mean, most, a lot of people are doing it now, but they're doing business all over the world. And, right. Uh, yeah. So you have, so let's go through it again. So you have office there in India. Mm -hmm. And then there's one in Canada somewhere? Calgary, that's right. In Calgary, and then? Uh, Mumbai, one? India, Jaipur, India, and then Calgary, Canada. Okay, gotcha, right. You need one in Chicago. <laughs> I'll see you soon. <laughs> okay, we'll find somebody to, uh, to take on your uh, franchise. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> okay, you went like this. I would love that. Like, No. I yeah. would love that. I would love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Okay. Wow. Well, we are at the 30-minute mark. Thank you so much. Will you please come back? <laughs> yes, definitely. For sure. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Anything you'd like to say to our members? Yes. I feel that there are a lot of things you can do to be a leader, but most, but most of all is self-trust. So always trust yourself, believe in you, and the power is you. So go be a leader. All right. That's great. Thank you so much. All right. We'll Thank see you. you next time. Thank you all for watching from all of us here at the Self Achievement Network. Remember to stay inspired and have fun. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye for now. Goodbye. Thank you, Dominic.